Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Tank Rodriguez Show. I am indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez. And yeah, it's been a minute. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, length of time uh, from getting this last one out. But I'll fill you in all the details right now. Nice little funky jam to go along with this episode. Appreciate you checking it out. Today, we are going to just go over... It's going to be a long one, folks, so buckle up and uh, grab a drink, grab a snack, get your phone out, get your computer out. We're going to learn some stuff. I'm going to just take what I was trying to do with... um, with the, I was trying to create a couple of episodes to kind of break it down. That way, it's easily, more easily to digest. But, you know, um, talked to a couple of friends here that were listening in and were really excited uh, about, uh, about learning how to resell online. And I figured, you know, let's just let's just do it all in one one episode here. And of course, the great thing about this is that you can rewind, you can listen to it again, you can pause it, and um, go along with me if you want to. Uh, it's probably the easiest thing, probably the best way for you to see what I'm talking about, since it is a podcast, and you get some hands-on experience with it as well. So. Uh, where have I been? Um, <laughs> it kind of took a little hiatus from everything, honestly, just uh, focusing on the full-time job. And uh, actually, I learned a lot of things, though. Um, so I have, it, what is this, August? All, all of July. I think maybe the first week of July I listed. And after that, I just kind of stopped. Um, just just. Not, it wasn't like a, a a decision, you know. It just got kind of busy, and uh, and I was like, you know what? Let's just I need I need a break because I was doing about you know ten to fifteen, sometimes twenty items a day, and it was a lot, man. <laughs> it was it was very uh, time consuming, and you know what? I'm glad. I'm very happy that you you know that I had that much business going on, um, but I needed a little bit of a break, so I was like, you know what? Let's chill on the listing. And, um, but in, in that time, let's go ahead and, and, uh, and, and see how long it lasts. You know, <laughs> um, I don't recommend doing this, uh, especially if you're trying to, trying to make as much money as, as possible with reselling. Um, because all of, all of July, uh, again, I listed one week of the first week of July and then I stopped and then, um, and I think I did, and I started back up again in, in, in August again. And um, But what I learned was that I was still getting sales every day. I think there was one day, one Friday in July, like the one of the last Fridays of July, that I didn't get a sale, which was fine. I'm fine with that. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday, uh, it continued with the sales going on there. Uh, it was just weird. And, and to that day, I, and I still get at least one or two sales a day. Which I'm fine with. I make an you know anywhere from like fifty to sixty bucks uh, a, a extra a day uh, before taxes, of course. So it comes out like the thirty forty bucks. But anyway, uh, so that was and that was a very interesting uh, kind of deal to learn. Uh, you you hear a lot of people <clears throat> that are full time resellers that you know eBay kind of forgets about you and doesn't really uh, plug you into the alg- algorithm. 
And I can say for certain, yes, <laughs> you know, um, it was a, a definitely a, a noticeable difference uh, from not listing every day um, to just completely, completely stop uh, listing uh, that eBay's algorithm uh, was like, hey, this guy isn't really concerned about us anymore. We won't send him as much traffic. And I was like, hey, eBay, thank you. It's not that I'm not concerned with you. I just, I need a break, dog. Back up a little bit, man. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's what I, that's, uh, that was an interesting little uh little project uh, that I didn't mean to do, but I'm glad that I did. But I'm back. I'm, I'm back on pace. Uh, I'm now doing 15 listing 15 items a day and um, just making some room. I decided I decided uh, that I didn't want to keep my inventory, uh, most of my inventory in my house anymore. Um, it was just getting just it was just getting out of hand. So I went ahead and when oh, I still had, I mean, I, of course, I had my storage unit where I had my bigger items at. Um, I, I went ahead and started moving things over there. And what I did, uh, what I wasn't doing here, uh, I didn't have an inventory system. So I was just kind of had my, my clothes in boxes and I would have to go like, like looking over and I have over like 200 pieces of clothes. Uh, <laughs> so if I sold I sold three shirts, I mean I'm, I'm looking in in countless boxes of uh, uh, of uh, countless boxes of clothes looking for three items, you know. Um, so uh, I went ahead and created an inventory system. It's not perfect by any means. It, it's going to um, it, it's a good short term uh, way to do it. I bought stickers up to a thousand uh, <laughs> numerical stickers. Uh, so. Um, I have like box A goes with, you know, it's, if I sell an item, it goes, uh, I can see it listed in, um, in, in my eBay. When I sell it, it's, it'll say box A, uh, zero, 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 one. So I know I can go to box A and look for stickers zero, 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 one. Uh, it's been tremendous, a tremendous help, uh, uh, to say the least. So I'm glad I got that going. It is a little time consuming if you do, if you don't do it right away uh, versus if you just do it right off the bat because uh, I was there folding and packing uh, clothes uh, for a whole day trying to, you know, trying to get that done. Uh, but I'm glad I'm glad that it's over with. And as I'm listing, I just go ahead and add it to the inventory system once I'm done listing all my items. So just keep that in mind uh, if you're starting off. Um, <laughs> It, it'll save you so much time. It really, it, in the long run, it will save you time and headaches. I promise you. I'm gonna get a sip of uh, my drink here. But um, but yeah. So I got that inventory system done, slowly but surely, getting the inventory room transferred over from here uh, to the storage unit. And I am noticing that I am going to probably need another storage unit. So, and that's kind of a problem because I live in a small town. Uh, so there's small storage units as far as uh, how many storage units there actually are. There's maybe about 50 of them tops, uh, and most of them are being used. So I have to call, literally call every day to try to get one to see if anyone's leaving or, you know, once a week, uh, what I'm calling now, just to let them know that I'm still interested. But, yeah, we'll cross that road, we'll cross that road when we get there. Uh, but anyway, enough of the, uh, the upkeep there, and... Um, where I've been and uh, what I've been doing and trying to resolve. And if there was a humming or a buzz, I do apologize. Uh, I've been trying to fix that all since I started recording. I'm just going lower a little bit. Uh, but anyway, uh, 
let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it, folks. How about that, huh? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. All right. So, you want to become a reseller. Well, congratulations. It's freaking easy, but it's also hard at the same time. Um, just to go over, you can listen to the previous episodes. I'm going to let you know some essentials that you need and um, and how to uh, find. I think the, the biggest focus is here is how to find the items and how to list the items and we'll go to in into those those two things a little bit more in detail. So, <clears throat> sorry about that. The most important things you'll need: phone, preferable, obviously. We want a phone uh, with internet and the eBay app. You want an eBay account? Create an eBay account. I'm assuming that you. Uh, listen to the previous episodes on how to create an eBay account. It's just great. It's easy. Next thing you'll need um, is a scale. Uh, if you look in the description of this um, of this episode, you'll see a link to Amazon for the scale that I use and that has worked for the past three years that I've been doing this and. It hasn't failed me since. I've had to replace the batteries once, which is about last week. So, and it has, and you don't even need batteries. You can have it plugged in. I just like having batteries. Anyway, next thing you need, I would suggest, is a printer. But more importantly, if you can, get a label thermal printer. I will link down below as well the one that I use that has never failed me. And it is a cheaper than it, it is one of the cheaper brands out there, uh, but it's been totally reliable, never had any issues with it, and works. It works great. It's not wireless, so you'll have to have it at your desk, but hey, I'm fine with that. And you know, if you have a computer, great, awesome. Um, and then with the with the phone, Hopefully, it's a little bit more updated phone. Uh, that way, you can take quality pictures with it. And uh, if not, maybe a high, you know, uh, a very, not a high-end camera, but, you know, a decent camera that has, you know, 12, 15 megapixels in there. That's going to take a clear, clear, uh, clear photo of your item that you're going to be selling. Also, lighting. Lighting is very important. There's some very cheap, cheap lights out there. I... I went ahead and saved up for not they're not the best. I spent maybe 120 bucks on some lights, but I'll say this. You can use uh just like regular like light bulbs that you have at your ha in your house. Those little s swirly ones that that are uh kind of like the higher end of light bulbs and, and those work fine too. We, we just have to have good lighting for your item that pe that way people can see it and ha and as if they were looking at it in person. Uh, or as close to it as possible. That is uh, one of the most important things too. But I'll have all those links about what I use down in the description uh, of this episode. So we have all that, right? Now, what do we look for? What do we find? Um, how do we know what's what is going to make us money? Well, yeah, that's probably the million-dollar question for resellers out there. It's like, hey, is this going to sell, and am I going to make a profit off of it? You know, enough profit of it, you know, to where, uh, 
you know, uh, it, it's worth it. The juice is worth the squeeze, you know. And I'll say this. There's been plenty of times when I don't make a profit off, off of anything. But it's okay. Especially if you're beginning. And I'll tell you why. If you're just starting off and you have a lot of items to sell, uh, like around the house, that's a great way to start, first of all. One of the most important things uh, when starting off is your uh, eBay ranking as far as how many stars you have and your feedback your feedback rating. It's an important thing, too, because sometimes sellers will look at it. Well, to me, sellers do look at that. And they make that, you know, they make a, a buying decision based off, hey, can I trust this seller? I should say buyers. Um, you know, buyers to look at that and, and to think, can we trust the seller? And, you know, they can look at your reviews, your feedback rating, your percentage of, you know, your, your, uh, your, of your feedback and make a decision off that too. So I say that, I say that uh, with the, uh, with when you sell things and sometimes they might not, you may not make a profit off of it as far as like, you know, you might just break even and that's fine. Uh, as long as that item sells and that way you can kind of boost up your, uh, your ranking a little bit faster, you know, as long, you know, I'm not saying, um, you know, you have a $3,000 item and, you know, you, you make no money off of it, you know, and, you know, these like $5, $10 items, that's fine. It's okay. It'll, it'll pay off in the long run. I promise. So, um, first thing you can do is go around your house and see things that you don't want anymore. I'm not talking about trash items as far as, you know, broken items and some broken items can sell. I, I should, I should take a step back. Uh, but you'll, you'll, you'll understand that down the, down the line. So, you look around you look around your house and see items that you don't want anymore or think that have value to them and you want to know if they're going to sell or not and so what you'll do is you'll go to eBay you can use the website when we're going to use the website for an example today um, that way I know um, everyone's on the same page that's following and we'll take a we'll take a look around our house and see what we have for sale and when we're looking around our house, we find uh, some video games, which I do sell. Um, and we see a copy of Super Mario Brothers for the NES, the, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. And we're like, hey, I don't even have a Nintendo anymore. Like, what, what, what good is this doing me? Um, let's try to make some money off of it. So, what we're going to do... We're going to go to eBay.com, of course, with your already created account, and we're going to get ready to sell this bad bad boy. Actually, we're not. We're going to make a determination if it's worth it to sell. Like, hey, am I going to make some money off of this? Okay, let's find out. So we go to we go to eBay.com, type in Super Mario Brothers NES. So that's what we're going to do. We go to eBay.com, and we're going to go to the search bar. And we are going to type Super Mario Bros, B-R-O-S, N-E-S, right? And then we're going to hit enter. So we hit enter. And we can see... Doo -doo -doo. We can see there's a lot of different... Mar okay, and what we're looking at right now is that we are looking at the current listed. This isn't what's sold... This is what's currently listed right now. And this is like a bare minimum intro to, um, you know, how to 
you know, make that determination. There's a lot of things like sell-through rate, and we can get there down down the line. But for the most part, we just want to focus in on on getting uh, on 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 making a determination if it's worth it to sell or not. Okay, so we can see that when we did Super Mario Bros. NES, we have six thousand plus results, which is great, right? And but we have another, but this is just listing. Like like this is isn't what what is what's selling. Anyone can make a listing, and put whatever amount they want on there. That doesn't mean that's the accurate uh, market value. So and of course we see different games on there. So what we'll do next is we are going to go down on the left hand side of eBay.com and we're going to scroll down. And the first thing we're going to select, we're going to be as specific as possible here. So the first thing we're going to see is game name. Now we want to click on Super Mario Bros, the first one on there, right? It'll reload for you too. And we're going to skip release here. We can do genre. We can skip that, skip subgenre. We can skip region code. And then we're going to keep scrolling down past condition, past price. And then the last one, the last area we're going to be able to select is called show only. So now we're going to click on sold items. And it's going to select sold items and completed items for us. And it's going to reload the page for us. And that's great. This is what this is what we're going to see for the past 90 days, I believe. And we're going to see what Super Mario Brothers have been selling for, right, in this current market. Now, at the time of, uh, of uh, recording this, it is August 9th. Sorry that it's so late. <laughs> but we have one for Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt NES. And this is, you know, and that one sold for $1.25. And there's a lot of nine there. You know, we can disregard that. But then there's another one. Uh, that went for for auction here too. Um, that one sold for ten fifty. Okay, cool. Now we keep on scrolling, and we can see another Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt um, that sold for three ninety nine by itself, and that was you know including shipping. Another one for two twenty five. Another one for two bucks. Another one that has a manual and a and a, a sleeve that sold for fifteen fifty. Another one that's sold for eleven fifty. It's a five-screw game cartridge, right? So we can kind of make a determination that you know what, I can possibly get five to fifteen bucks for this. You know, uh, that's like this the rough range of of what it's selling for. And so you know, you like you know what, I still don't want this. You know, and five bucks may not be a lot of money, but let's let's focus on you know just getting it sold, getting a couple of bucks at least. You know, and, you know, to start, you know, creating that bank, that bankroll, <laughs> you know, let's get it listed, right? So what we're going to do is that we are going to try to find um, our item, our exact item, and get it listed. So we already know that one, Super Mario Bros. NES does sell, you know, and it sells frequently, right? We can see current sell, uh, sell dates on there. It's like, hey, this is an item that people want. And I'm probably going to sell it within 30 to 90 days. Great. Cool. So now we are going to find our exact copy of NES. Now, for those of you who don't know, Super Mario Brothers came with, you know, some of them came with Duck Hunt on top of it. 
and some of it just came as a regular, you know, just with that one game there. So ours in this situation only came with one game with with the Super Mario Brothers game on there. So that's the one we are going to look for. Now in this in uh, at the time of recording, the third one shows the type of copy that we have. It's just a picture of Mario Bros. It doesn't have Duck Hunt on there, and that's the one we are going to select. Okay. Now before we click on it, we're going to look at a couple of things. Oh, actually, we may not be okay. So yeah, we find the, we find our exact copy and make sure it's, it's in the U.S. <laughs> uh, it'll say if it's if it's in a different country. So there was another one that sold on August eighth for three ninety nine plus shipping. So now we before we click on it, we're gonna see there's two links below the price that it sold for. One sell one says view similar active items, and right below it says sell one like this. And that's the one we're going to click on. We're going to click on sell one like this. Okay. And of course, now we will need to take pictures. <laughs> uh, per, per, you know, honestly, you should be doing, you should take pictures beforehand. Uh, so we'll, in this scenario, we found it. Now we're going to go take a, a, a quick pictures uh, of the video game. Um, you want a copy, you want a picture of the top of the game, behind the game, inside the cartridge, as far as like the, um, the little strip in the inside where you, you know, old, us old schoolers would blow into it to make sure it works and the, the pin, the little pin strip. And then on the top of the label as well, and that way people have like a, basically a 360 view of the item. And that way they can make a determination if this is a good enough copy for them. So now what we're going to do, we click on add photos. Now, if you took pictures with your, uh, with your phone, this is awesome. You can click on import from mobile, right? It's going to send you a notification on your phone. As long as you logged into your app and as, as well as you logged into to eBay on your computer with the same account, you'll get a notification. It's like, Hey, add photos. And you'll just open up the app. You'll select the photos and you'll click on done. And once you're done, the photos will actually upload for you by themselves. But let's say you're using a camera. You can just click on add photos and you have your memory card plugged into your, to your computer and add photos that way. Now we have the title. Uh, this one in particular says Super Mario Brothers, uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, the year that it was released. And it, it's, uh, and it says tested, meaning it works. Now, um, we'll say the same thing, you know, if, if you have tested it, it works great. Um, if you haven't used it, but the last time you've, I mean, I'm not trying to like, say, I'm definitely not trying to say, uh, to, uh, lie about anything. Definitely not. You never want to lie. Uh, but I mean, if you haven't tested it, just don't put it in there. But if you knew it worked the last time you used it, that's fine. As long as there's no like crazy damage to it, of course, um, you know, uh, you can leave that blank, you know? Um, you don't have to put test it, but you could put you could put the condition of the game as far as like it's in good condition. If there's a tear on there, um, to say hey, re, uh, see pictures or read uh, read description. Uh, but you want a, a very clear, concise uh, title uh, of your item. You know, you super you know it's re, uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Mario Brothers you know, uh, good condition or whatever condition it's in. We can click subtitle. 
The other important one is the custom label SKU. Now, your buyers will not see this. This is for your inventory system. However you decide to do your inventory system, you can put a custom label in there and to wherever that, that item is located, you type it right in there. When the item sells, you'll see it right below to where you can locate that item. And that's, that's all that, that that box is there for. The item category, of course, this one in particular is going to be video games. The game name, you want the game name in there, so it's Super Mario Brothers. The platform, meaning which, which console is it meant for, which is Nintendo NES. The great thing about doing it as far as listing your items like this is because lot, a lot of the stuff is already listed for you when you're first starting off. Now, <coughs> as you list items in the same category, like video games, you're going to get really used to seeing these uh, some items that uh, some of these additional items that are required, and you're going to know them right off the bat. You're like, okay, I know the publisher, I know the genre, you know, uh, you just do it so much that you're like, okay, I know where to find this information at, that way I can plug it in, in the event that you have to list an item from scratch. That's what it's meant for. So, but in this in this particular instance here, we, since we did sell similar item, or sell an item like this, a lot of the stuff's going to be filled out for us. Now we just got to look for the empty slots that, you know, that that eBay requires. We want as much information as possible. That way it comes up in the uh, the search, uh, you know, the search request for our buyers. Now, uh, most of it is filled out already, so we don't have to really worry about it. And there's really, you know, nothing extra that we need to worry about on this particular one. And... Um, so now we get to, when's this one here? No, no, no. So variations, we don't have to worry about that. So the next one we get down to is item condition, right? So now we click on uh, item condition. And obviously, this unless you have a boxed item, which we in this particular scenario we don't, uh, you can leave it as brand new, but it's not. So now, um, is it like new? If it's in really good condition, I just always go default very good. Uh, only because it's not like new. Like new to me is it's it still has the box, it has the manual, it has the sleeve, it has the um, the little foam stuff that holds the game together. And this particular, you know, and it, but it, for this scenario, it's just a loose game. So when you're doing that for whatever item it is, whether it's clothes. Um, what other, you know, Pokemon cards, DVDs, like new to me is it has everything there that it came with as, you know, at the time of purchase, you know, um, as far as the seals, it's never been used. Um, so I, I just default to very good if it's in really immaculate condition. If it's anything below that, make a best, best, uh, best judgment, you know, decision and select if it's, you know, uh, good um, or good or poor, you know, and then you can add a description below it too. So, and that's the next part. We go to, to description and we're going to list everything that we know uh, about the condition of this game. You know, so the first thing we do, uh, if we're using the computer, we're going to copy, we're going to copy the title. We'll scroll back up and copy the title 
and we're gonna paste it into our description, right? And then we can go to very good condition. Um, and then you can just say, hey, haven't played it in years, you know, um, but last time I played it, <laughs> um, last time I played, it worked, you know, something along those lines, you know, and you're being upfront, you're being honest. Um, most games, you know, no, and then you can include as well, like no, uh, visible damage. Uh, and then you could put 30 day refund if the game doesn't work, you know, in, in and what this is doing, you're building trust and you're building, um, you, you, you're building a reputation and you, you're letting people know that, Hey, I am exposing everything I know about this game. And you can even include no label damage. Um, that way. They like okay. This is what I'm buying. You know, I'm buying a game with no label damage. Okay, it hasn't been played in years, but you know, most people that are buying video games know that just because it hasn't been played in years doesn't mean it doesn't work. You know, we just don't have a console to play it on. Um, and then you have a picture of the pins in there, and they're gonna know. You know, and I know I'm going like a little bit do a little bit too detailed on something that you may not be familiar with, and I apologize about that. Uh, next time, I may, maybe I'll start off with uh, just doing a, another practice with a simpler item, uh, maybe like a piece of clothing. So, um, but you know, uh, uh, buyers know, hey, as long as there's no visible like pin damage, the game is more than likely going to work. This is how it is. That, that's just how it is. And that, that's the known for that. But you also you're also making it known in your description that you haven't tested it, you know, without saying not tested. You say not tested, a lot of people get kind of like, eh, I don't know. But anyway, so we have a good, very concise, clear description about the game, and now we get to select our price, right? So the great thing about eBay is it tells you the medium sold price. For three dollars and twenty-five cents, right? Um, sometimes it's accurate, sometimes it's not. And from what we've seen, it looks like there are some other ones that 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 sold it for a little bit more. And I can go back to the regular listed not sold items and see. You know what? Other people have these for like ten bucks, seven bucks. Twenty dollars, <laughs> um, ten bucks. So you know what? Three dollars is a little too short for me. You know, uh, I think you know if I see nine dollars, twenty dollars, seven twenty-five, I'm gonna make mine for six ninety-nine. <coughs> Why? Because there's some competition out there, and this is just me at the beginning. I want to get this. I want to get this sold as quick as possible, right? And uh, I want to be able to have more money coming in. And especially if it's items around the house, you know, hey, I didn't, I, I didn't have to make an initial investment in order to, um, to get this item. So I don't have. I mean, yeah, I bought, I bought this game maybe you know thirty years ago, uh, but I'm not using. You know, that money's long, long gone. It, it's not like current invested money, if that makes any sense. So I'm not, I'm not at a loss right now, you know, uh, essentially I'm not at a loss. So I want to, I want to have this priced out to sell that way I can get more, more money in 
And that way down the line, I can have money to go buy stuff outside my house, you know? Uh, so yeah, six ninety nine to me is a very fair price in comparison to what's being listed right now. Uh, I don't see anything lower than seven twenty five at the moment, right? So, so I think having it at six ninety nine is a perfect price point right there to get it sold. So you have it at six ninety nine. You have one quantity, right? Um, I I never I just the only thing that I do free shipping on is Pokemon cards because uh, my Pokemon cards are under twenty dollars um, because the shipping on them is super cheap. It's like you know less than a dollar. So I I don't I don't do um, free shipping for these items. So we'll go down and we'll go to uh, do do do. We'll go to edit all options. Okay, we so we have it at six ninety nine, and then we have allow offers. Where's that? And then, so we have it six ninety nine quantity one, and then we'll scroll down here, and we do allow offers. Maybe someone you know offers six fifty, take it. Someone offers six dollars, take it. <laughs> um, and then we'll go to add package details right below it for shipping. Right. So this is where the scale comes in, in into play. So now we weigh it out. Probably weighs less than 10 ounces. I'm not sure. Um, you know, so, you know, we put in the weight. So let's say it weighs, let's say it weighs 9.1 ounce. Don't put in 9.1 ounce. Do it at 10 ounces because you always want to go to the, you know, one, the, the, uh, the next ounce. Or if it's over a pound, you always want to go to the next pound. So this one's 9.1 ounces. You want to go to 10 ounces. Let's say it is over a pound and it's like weighs 1.4 pounds. It's going to be calculated as two pounds. So you might as well just put two pounds on there. So this one weighs 10 ounces. Uh, dimensions. You can uh, usually uh, ship this in a um, not a like kind of like a, a, like a what is it a padded like a padded envelope. Uh, in there because they're pretty sturdy. So uh, a, a normal poly uh, padded envelope is like seven, seven, seven. So, but you'll you'll get the hang of that too. Um, always know what you're going to ship your item in before listing it. Uh, that way you can give as much of an accurate accurate description as for your for your package details. That way it calculates the shipping cost uh, ahead of time. Uh, that way you're paying you're you're, you're either either you're getting overpaid for shipping right or you know you're breaking even for shipping most of the time you're going to be um you are going to be overpaid for shipping and that's great that's what we want so <clears throat> we have that and then we have uh shipping cost type calculated shipping right so we have that and then we're going to select uh, USP, uh, USPS priority mail. We'll click on that link. It's under a pound. Anything under for, for the most part, anything under a pound, that ba that baby's going first class. So we're gonna select it to first class shipping right there, right? So much cheaper. And um, you'll see that it'll give you the buyer pays five dollars eighty cents from anywhere from five eighty to six twenty five, right? And we're almost done. And uh, I think I'm going to do this like it, once every episode, we'll start off, you know, how to list <laughs> uh, as many examples as we can. 
so we could ignore volume pricing for right now. Payments managed by eBay. Returns. Look, if you don't have confidence in your products, don't sell on eBay. For the most part, I'm going to say always accept returns. The only time you should not do you should not do returns or for items that you're selling for parts or as is. That and then that that's a whole different situation that we can talk about. But for the most part for items that work, items that are clothing, um, always accept accept returns. You now I always I, I do a 30-day return. You can do 60 days and just do refund method, money back, return sh shipping paid by. Just do free for buyer, you pay. And I know what you're thinking. Like, well, Tank, what if the what if people abuse this system? I've had maybe one one person try to abuse a system and they didn't win. That simple. And I've been doing it three years, so if someone, you know, if someone was trying to scam me, they would have done it already by now, and it just doesn't happen. And your the 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 goal is is to move as much inventory as possible. And if if one person does screw you up, you're just out one person. You're out twenty bucks. Boo hoo, you know, it's the cost of doing business at that point. But congratulations, <clears throat> excuse me. We just finished, and then you click on list it, and it's listed. If you missed anything, eBay is going to tell you, and it'll highlight what you missed on there. Let me get a sip. Right? So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's how you that's how you list it. I think I'm going to have to do a video on this. That way you can have maybe a, more of a visual uh, visual cue on there, too, and I'll upload it to YouTube or something. Um, I, I really think this stuff is beneficial. A lot of people are scared uh, to, to look at this. Um it just scared to t kind of uh, take a stab at doing eBay um, for one reason or the next. They're, they're scared of being scammed. <clears throat> um, there's they, they they don't know how to use the system. They don't know how to price price items appropriately. And uh, you know, um, I'm here to say I'm I'm not a smart man. <laughs> take a quote from Forrest Gump, I'm, I, but I'm not. Um, I'm not educated whatsoever, you know. Uh, anyone can do this, and if there's if I can do it, you can do it. I, I guarantee it, you know. And I, I thought this would actually be a little bit longer. Uh, I'm surprised that it's not. Uh, but I will go back to making uh, at least for the most part weekly videos. Um, that way, we can get a uh, better. Uh, you can get a better uh, understanding of list. And in every episode, we'll start off with the listing. And how to list this item, you know, what to price it for. So, uh, we'll 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 definitely get back on the the uh, podcast train here. But I appreciate you listening and and tuning in today. Uh, it means it means more than you'll ever know. And I just want to give a quick shout out. Give a quick quick shout out to to Danny and to Crystal. Uh, for oh wow, that music is not playing where it should be playing. <laughs> I apologize about that, folks. Uh, let me go and get this switched up here. So, again, just want to give a quick shout out to Danny uh, and to Crystal uh, for for wanting to listen to my podcasts 
and to get more information on how to resell. And I want to say thank you to everyone else who has been listening in. Uh, I really do appreciate y'all's feedback, and it's been in really enjoyable to um, to, uh, to to know that I'm doing something good for y'all, and that, that means a lot. And uh, oh, one more shout out to Adam. Adam, Adam sold me a, a big lot of stuff, and I'm happy to say that you know I'm in the profit now. Uh, so uh, really happy about that. I'm glad that you know his folks were able to to move some stuff out of the storage unit and get completely out of the storage unit. And um, you know, hey, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to follow us, follow me on Spotify, and subscribe to us and Apple Podcasts. Give me a five star review if you found this helpful. Even if you didn't, you know, just give me a five star review because just because you know it's it's nice. <laughs> but anyway folks i'm tank rodriguez uh i appreciate you listening in again for the hundredth time and we will see you next time